0: Hello, everybody. Dave Neal here, stand-up comic, host of Bachelor Nation News. Happy Thursday to all of you out there. Welcome to the Rush Hour. All righty. Yeah, it is a wet and wild day out here in Southern California. There are flood warnings and mudslides. It's a wild time. Uh, Literally been raining for the whole week, so hopefully this uh, fills up some of these... uh, empty lakes and ponds and rivers that we've had. Uh, how you guys doing out there You're hanging in there? Can you believe it the week's almost over, the first work week of 2023. And I'll tell you what, I've been so busy. Not necessarily with bachelor content. It's a barrel scraping season. We are just under 3 weeks away from the next season of The Bachelor. And I've got a few pieces of content for you guys today regarding the upcoming season. Bachelor 2023 features uh, uh, the new lead, Zach Shellcross, and Jesse Palmer as host uh, interviewed, or I should say he introduced some of the ladies of the next season, or all of them. It was, it was a marathon of an episode. I recorded the live stream version of it. But today I had a recap, uh, calling it the biggest disaster. I mean, the audio was bad. It was a complete dumpster fire. And here's hoping that the season is a little bit better than what we saw last night. But first, I'm going to share with you a clip from Rachel Lindsay. So that'll be our first featured clip of the day. Uh, good news, I just had a phone call with Jess... From the formerly uh, for the from the podcast formerly known as Chatty Broads, it's going by your mom and dad now. A completely over a completely new overhaul. Jess, Jess's new podcast, Your Mom and Dad, features her and her husband. And let me tell you something. I'm going to share my chat with Jess tomorrow. But if you are looking to, I don't know, unearth a new version of yourself, get some motivation as you enter the new year, learn how to do the whole leap in the net will appear. Let me tell you something. Jess has the blueprint for you. I'm going to air my conversation, the entire conversation for you guys solely on this podcast bachelor rush hour so you'll get that tomorrow for your friday commute home you're really gonna love the chat we had she's a kind kind soul a good friend of the program and we appreciate uh her coming on to talk to us all right well without further ado let's get to our first clip of the day it's rachel lindsay and it's her telling her sister don't go on the show have a listen we have rachel Telling her sister, "Don't do it." So here's what she had to say when they ask if you when they ask you if your little sis is going to be on The Bachelor, and then she does a nice little, you know, butt check uh, WNBA Defensive Player of the Year move to keep her from signing up, and <laughs> very fun stuff. She said, "Nope, nah, nan, no." Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Let's see if we can play the audio here. No, 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 not gonna happen. No, 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 not gonna happen. Not gonna put you through the stuff I went through. Chris Harrison won't do my podcast. I won't do his. I'm gonna not let you do what I did, even though I met Brian, this nice guy. Okay, so uh, let, let me already, let, let me save you guys the time for the negative Nancys out there. Uh, I, feel, I feel bad for positive Nancys. You know what I mean? There's probably a positive Patrick out there, but Where are all the positive Nancys? So here's for the negative Nancys. Let me save you the time. Before you comment, why did she go on this? Why is she complaining about this show if she met her husband there? Why is she still talking about the show if she decided she wasn't going to talk about it? Shut up. (laughs) Okay, shut up. Shut up. No, shut up, no, shut, no, up no, shut up, no, shut up, no. shut up. Okay. And why are you telling me to shut up? Because you need to. You need to shut up. Okay. <laughs> why do you tell your audience mean things? Because sometimes, because someone in your life isn't doing their job and I have to be your friend and say, shut up and just enjoy the content. Leave a comment anyway. I enjoy it. All right. I'd like to jump ahead before I know exactly what you're going to. Why does she talk about this? If she okay. Anyway, so that's going to lead us to a completely separate topic, but you know, whenever we're introduced to a bachelor topic with Rachel Lindsay, it opens the doors to discuss other topics. And you know, we've been talking a lot about taxes. I really believe our country is very uh, much uneducated with tax codes. For instance, the the idea of a marginal tax. Now just listen to me. I'm not a teacher, but I'm going to try to explain it to you. So, let's say I'm running for office and I say I want to increase taxes on the Wealthiest of the wealthiest. Say if you make over ten million dollars, I want them to tax get taxed more. Now, what someone else who doesn't like me might say is, "Dave Neal wants to raise taxes on you," and I go, "No, no, no! I don't want to raise taxes on you. I want to raise it on the people that make over ten million dollars a year. It's called a marginal tax." So let's say the tax rate's twenty percent. So if you make hundred thousand dollars, you pay twenty thousand dollars in taxes, right? If there's a marginal tax rate of 30% and you make $101,000. That doesn't mean you get taxed 30% on $101,000. That means you get taxed 20% at $100,000. And then on that $1,000 above the $100,000 threshold, you would get taxed an additional 10%. So on that $1,000, you would then pay three hundred. dollars Dollars. Does this make sense? I'm not an expert. Let me know with my uh, economists out there. I'm breaking this down not to sound like an a hole, but just to explain very quickly. Obviously, we have a broken system where taxes are manipulated. People who make that's why most people that get audited are like in my range or below because people that make a lot more money, they know where to stash their money. They can put it in the Grand Cayman Islands. They can create a fake business in Dublin, Ireland. They can throw money in a a Chinese bank. They can do different things to prevent themselves from accurately paying their fair share. Now, I don't think we need to be taxing people at 70%, although there have been times in the past we might not remember where people that made over a certain amount did get taxed that much. I mean, we look at Madison Pruitt's husband's father, right? He's worth $1.6 billion. Don't you think he can afford to pay a higher percent for the people that have struggled, that weren't able to create a billion dollar software company or buy a horse farm and win the triple crown, right? Doesn't that make sense for the people that are born less fortunate We all know Jesus was helping out people that were less fortunate, right? So anyway, the idea that everyone pays their fair share, I think that's a good thing. Don't you guys think that's a good thing? I think what we lack in this country is the proper educators really breaking this down and explaining it to others. And that's part of the problem we've had with cable news is that it's just a bunch of people yelling the whole time. Let's worry more about educating us so we at least know what we're voting on. So we at least know what we can, no, you're not going to hear me say the R or the D word because that's not important because there are people that take advantage of the tax codes on both sides. Absolutely. The issue is more a wealth problem and a class problem that the rich people, regardless of which side they're on, are going to take advantage of the tax code. So when former president Donald Trump was in the debate, the most honest thing he ever said was, yeah, that's right. I do take advantage of loopholes. I take advantage of all these different things because they exist. So uh, if, if Donald wanted to, say, uh, not pay his taxes, he might donate um, uh, land that's around his golf course that's un that you can't develop. It's marshland, right? It's just land you can't build on. He might donate that to a charity and then claim that that land is like beachfront value. So it might only be worth $3 per square foot, but he can write it off or has written it off, say around $1,000 per square foot. So he says, I donated a million dollars worth of land when in fact he's just giving away land that he can't use. And then he writes that off as a charitable uh, donation. So we understand how fraudulent this whole system is. And now we have, so. I say all that because we're about to share what Rachel Lindsay said about Donald Trump's taxes. I haven't listened to what she said. She's college educated. She's a former lawyer. I'm sure she knows way more about the tax codes than I do. Maybe she's a current lawyer. I'm actually not too sure. So we're gonna listen to that in one second, but I wanted to share my opinion on things. I think people should pay their fair share. Now, my business, Dave Neal Enterprises, if I make, I don't know, let's say I make $50,000, if I want to spend $10,000 of that investing in my business, buying new lights, and maybe maybe creating a new studio space, I can write that off. So the tax code is made so that we can build our businesses and write that off so I don't pay taxes while I'm trying to grow my business. But do we really think that's fair for companies like Amazon? where you have drivers barely making minimum wage, peeing in water bottles because they can't do their job fast enough and people getting fired at Walmart so they can't receive their benefits. You know, do we really think that's fair when then we have unfettered growth on the on the corporate side? And that's called late-stage capitalism. That's when robots start taking people's jobs and automation happens and all the technology that can let Uber drivers exist where they barely scrap by and the Uber executives are making billions and billions. That's what we're trying to prevent. And I think people just hear raise your taxes and they get all worried about that. But the idea is hiring a new amount of IRS agents so that they can actually prosecute and look into the auditing of the very wealthy. And I understand the fear of people saying, well, what if they start auditing me? I totally understand that. Everyone needs to follow and play by the rules. But if the rich, and I'm talking the rich, aren't playing by the rules, then how do we even play this game? It's just not fair. And people don't want to play a game that's not fair. So that's my thought on that. Now, Every president, I don't know, dating back how long, I, I believe hundreds of years, has revealed their tax returns when they ran for the presidency. They've said, here's what I've done in the business world, and it's important because you don't want to find out that like, a president owes, I don't know, $100 billion to a, a country that has nuclear weapons because then he would, you know, maybe that country has threatened him or is going to come after his family. It, it's a, Sinister motivations can't exist. So Donald Trump was the first president 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 in a long time to say, I'm not going to share my tax returns because I'm under audit. Well, what we found out is he's not and was not under audit. It was actually the first time I believe the IRS didn't audit a president because his taxes were so complicated. It was like going into your kid's room and it's so messy. You're like, I'm not even going to ask you to clean this. I don't even know where to start. And that's where it was. Well, they finally released his tax returns. Let's hear what Rachel has to say.
1: we got a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. We got to talk about. I just did a good job. I talk about that was good President job. Trump and his tax returns. Leave a comment. Broke ass nigga. Um <laughs> that's the big deal of the day. We're gonna talk about it on the other side of this break. Okay. Uh we did not get to see in detail Trump's tax returns. That was never going to happen. However, it was a summary of Trump's tax returns that was released by the House Committee. Okay, the House Committee's report on Trump's tax returns is out. Mm -hmm. Now, before we get into what was revealed, let's take a look back. Let's go back in time to 2016. Hillary Clinton and what she said about Trump's taxes then. Donnie, give me the audio.
2: Why won't he release his tax returns? And I think there may be a couple of reasons. First, maybe he's not as rich as he says he is. Second, maybe he's not as charitable as he claims to be third we don't know all of his business dealings but we have been told through investigative reporting that he owes about 650 million dollars to wall street and foreign banks or maybe he doesn't want the american people all of you watching tonight to know that he's paid nothing in federal taxes these are fun aren't they years that anybody's ever seen were a couple of years when he had to turn them over.
0: Now, of course, we don't have to like the Clinton Foundation, and we don't like we don't have to like how much money the Clintons have made since Bill Clinton was in office. That's a separate issue. Let's cut that down the line. That's a separate issue. Let's focus on. Okay, I know to get the comments. Let's just cut that out. That's she's no longer running for president, right? As far as I know. Uh, let's let's focus here.
2: To state authorities when he was trying to get a casino license, and they showed. He didn't pay any federal income tax. So that makes if he's smart. paid zero, that means zero for troops, zero for vets, zero for schools or health. So the actual
1: tax returns actually makes will be smart. released. But it's taken a couple of days, as I understand.
0: Uh, so in the releasing of the tax returns, they saw that he never donated his salary to charity as he said he was going to do and things like that. Because those have to be heavily redacted. Can't dox mm-hmm. Trump,
1: even though he's famous for doxing people. As far as what we've learned so far, Rachel, is there anything for you that jumps out at you or that is shocking, uh, about the president's taxes?
3: Um, not in particular with him paying some years and not paying some years. I think what stuck out to me the most was the IRS. I would like to understand why the IRS, if the IRS is known to audit sitting presidents, why did it take them two years to audit President Trump? And then they only did that after being called out to do so by a congressman.
0: Now, we know the IRS, Internal Revenue Service, has tried to audit um, uh, Scientology. And we know that Scientologists have actually threatened those agents to the point of them backing away. We need a more spineless system we need a system where you can't just threaten people and and what and for whatever reason. So, yeah, I'm, I agree with Rachel. I, I don't know why he wasn't audited as a sitting president like every other president has been. Uh, but that is not an excuse. And we need to find out who made the decision for that not to happen.
3: So... I think that that's where I was like, huh? But that's their job, and that's and a
0: lot of people stay in, stay on political lines. But listen, if you're if you're a Republican and you go, oh, you know, whatever, he was doing this or whatever. Just remember, this we don't we want the Democrats to be audited too. I want uh, sitting senators to not be profiting off of uh, you know uh, insider trading and all these things. I think most people are all on the same side here.
3: What they're supposed to do and they've done it for every other sitting president why is it different from him i think that was the most
0: because i'm smart
3: shocking thing to me and maybe maybe not necessarily the breakdown of taxes because i don't really understand all of that and i think i expected it to be all over the place But that I wasn't expecting.
0: Very interesting. And look, this uh, podcast is from 12 days ago, so they don't have all the information. If they do comment on the tax return, I know know more about this because I'm operating off of current information and I'm pulling this from a week and a half old podcast. But uh, if Rachel does comment on this farther, I'll talk about it. And as the wise Chris Harrison once said, we may scrap this whole thing, to be honest. I just love that quote. Yeah, let's not forget Chris Harrison, old salty Chris Harrison is going to be coming out with his own podcast in the coming weeks. I don't imagine he'll do my show, but we can at least uh, recap any interesting things he might say. So for my last, well, I'll tell you what, here's a clip I'm not going to share with you. The Dave Neal Show on YouTube has an update on Jeremy Renner. Uh, I'm not going to share it here because uh, the update is that he's uh, he's getting better He's uh, responding from the critical care unit. I think it's intensive care unit is where he is. The ICU. Of course, he was in a horrible January first snow plow accident while he was helping others uh, get out of a snowstorm with his plow. It rolled over. It was started rolling backwards as he was outside of it. I guess maybe maybe the e brake. Popped. I don't know. I don't know how these snow, these giant snowplows work. But in attempting to get back in in control of his snowplow, he actually accidentally ran himself over. Real tragic. He had to get medevaced in a helicopter. It was a whole ordeal. He's starting to make his recovery. And also in other news. um, uh, Damar Hamlin, who of course had a heart attack, uh, or cardiac arrest, I should say. I don't know the proper words. Uh, Fainting on the field Monday night football in front of millions and millions of Americans. He is starting to show signs that he's awake and and, uh, talking to his family. So what a miracle we have there. Keep sending your thoughts and prayers to both of them as they make a recovery. Yeah, Jeremy Renner's actually got a show coming out where he... You know, we don't know too much about him, but it seems that he's actually super charitable with all of his donations. And he's a pretty hands-on guy, renovating homes for people and this and that. And he's got a show on Disney Plus coming out soon. So let's hope he can make a a nice, safe recovery. And in our final clip of the day, here's my thoughts on last night's disaster launch of the Meet the Women uh, TikTok live stream that Jesse Palmer hosted. I'm going to share all of that information for you all right now. Last night's launch of the new women of Zach Shellcross's season of The Bachelor was an absolute disaster. No thanks to the hard work Jesse Palmer did. The audio was abominable. And, I, you know, I make fun of the audio here and there, but it was an actual travesty. It was a disaster. But either way, there's a lot to learn from it. We did figure it out. Uh, Jesse Palmer does a TikTok live. doesn't realize the audio is not really working. There was tech issues. We're going to get into it right now. Follow me on Instagram at DNeals, where you've got crystal clear, smooth audio. Patreon.com slash Dave Neal. I'll be live right after this for some behind-the-scenes bonus content. And also Bachelor Rush Hour. We do that every afternoon. You can check out a special Bachelor Rush Hour today. I might be doing an interview with somebody you might like, and you might check that out on today's Bachelor Rush Hour, exclusive content where you can listen to podcasts only. And also, non-Bachelor news, I have a Jeremy Renner update. He issued a video sort of a response after his tragic accident operating a snowplow. I've been covering that story in its entirety on the Dave Neal Show, so you can go check that out over there. And we're going to get right into that um, uh, right after. Oh, wrong, wrong button. There it is. All right, so here's just a quick clip of the terrible, live stream from last night jesse palmer introduces the women of the season Uh, most of you guys already watched this i'll just share half a minute from san diego california she loves wearing her shoulder straps just below the clavicle so i had to basically do my own commentary am i wearing the same shirt Oh, that's a different shirt, right? (laughs) It was less than 24 hours ago. Oh, boy. Either way, um, uh, I had to do my own commentary because you literally couldn't hear what Jesse was saying. Also, I want to tease at the end of this video. I'm going to share with you guys the rudest comment I've received of the year. My mind was blown that somebody said this to me on the last video. I'll play that for you. I'll show that after this. Because we all know ladies like to leave the clavicle out for the boys. You know what I mean? Like That wasn't hard. She's a thrill see- Whoa, Ariel, she'll go down under the sea for you. 28 years old from the great... Okay, so anyway, you, you couldn't hear him. And then he finally, they they basically stopped doing what they were doing. And then they went, they just disappeared. So then I just talked about random stuff for a while. I promoted the podcast and we talked about, you know, Nintendo 64 and, then you know, whatever. Um, shout out to our friend, Bug Robertson up there. We looked at her Instagram. We did the whole thing. Then they came back with better audio. Very important that he knows what he wants. Basically, what was supposed to be a 90, uh, or I should say a 30-minute thing turned into a 90-minute event. I started making sandwiches in the background. This is what you pay extra for to watch the live stream, although this is actually free. You could have watched that. Dave hasn't changed. Okay, seriously. Metaphorically, I haven't changed, and also physically, I'm wearing the same clothes. All right. So anyway, Katie Thurston had commented this. If this isn't symbolic, I don't know what is to to the idea that the show couldn't figure out the production of a TikTok Live. I have to defend the show. So it's hard to do streaming streaming on uh, TikTok and uh, Instagram. They don't make it friendly to be doing graphics and this and that. Uh, but either way, you know they tried and they failed, uh, and then they tried again. Uh, but I had this happen to me once, where I had a new camera that was supposed to find your faces, and I had this camera set up for my new podcast. And the idea is that when someone's talking, the camera will cut to that person and cut back. And in post production, we noticed I had a Starbucks cup out, and we noticed that the camera, this nice expensive. 4k camera spent an hour of the podcast focused on the starbucks cup because it had that little witch demon with her face there you know that little astrology chick either way so i understand technical issues but again i'm not a i'm not a multi-million dollar company all right so let's share some of the actual produced trailers that they have released since introducing the women of the season
1: would describe me
3: as funny a hopeless romantic boisterous loud creative spontaneous definitely competitive a little sassy and spicy yeah. am i tweeting my own horn right now that's a lot of adjectives right it's many.
0: there's actually love here and i can't wait to see what happens in the future let's get the party started
3: cheers to y'all hey bachelor nation let's do this i'm ready <laughs> Get me high. Zach is the most genuine, emotionally intelligent, sweet soul. All of us want a guy like that. That is so cute. Okay, I got this. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Vanessa. We all want Zach, so that claws are gonna come out. I'm like already
0: jealous. Hey, Brooklyn just waved, blew me a kiss. Katie, Olivia, Catherine. <laughs> And by the way, three Victorias, splits, get on one jumping, making person out. Person I can this sure is like it would be my person for the rest of my life. This is like a who's who of Bachelor superlatives. Jump on the bed, kiss this, bang that. By the way, speaking of superlatives, our good friend Jana, is it Jana? Am I pronouncing it right? Nominated me. Hold on here. As best. Hold on. Do we have the right? best you best podcaster, YouTuber, blogger of 2022. So I wanted to share that with you guys. Hold on, where is it? There it is. Can you see it? There it is okay so really doing the lord's work there uh hardware and also the funnier part is that she actually gave my wife best wife of 2022 sorry out there to all the disgruntled females my wife is the best wife of 2022 uh to podcaster youtuber blogger and vlogmas partner so some caveats there so anyway thank you for the hardware that we've got going on all right let's go to our next promo that we've got here um is this the same one oh, this is the same one. Hi, okay so this is just the instagram version bachelor says the women are here and they're ready for love i'll tell you what you want to be completely honest You want to be completely, you don't want me to be completely honest. To be completely honest, I'm looking forward to this season. Now, I might be trying to sell you on the hype because it helps my channel, but look, hey, if we're going to watch a show that's a complete dumpster fire with a bunch of hot young people, including Zach, they're all young. He's 26. We want to watch them kind of like, they're like, they've hit puberty, but their brains are still not developed, right? They're like saying things inappropriately. They don't know what they want. They're just all over the place. Then we throw some alcohol at them. I don't know guys I enjoy it I enjoy watching it so what are these new clips all no, same clips. All right, fireworks, get them out. So anyway, there's several people I wanted to highlight in this video from Bachelor Nation or new members here. This is Victoria. You know she's sort of popular online when she has the TikTok handle Victoria. She's not like Victoria underscore bra, bra- eyebrows. You know, she's just Victoria. But here she is, and I guess someone has made this, uh, they've made this known here. She knows a former, I guess, Clayton season members
2: going
3: on. I would, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I think explaining it Mm -hmm.
0: might give us both an aneurysm. So gonna, by the way, does she have a nose what ring there? Not on, judging. Just interesting. How many, we don't get too many people with nose rings. Hold on. I don't know if I was, if it was a shout Red out. Oh, nails are right, either. oh, no, she does have a nose ring. There. We made cocktails. Right. Okay. We get, this is the problem with TikTok. You try to look up one thing and it's like, we made, oh Jesus. Uh, oh, don't take the Lord's name in vain. All uh, right. So anyway, and then also Davia, Davia, Davia. She's okay. I'm, she's my early favorite for a, being a top three. Again, I have no spoilers. Or B, causing a lot of drama in the house. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just kind of feel like she's going to be... Because well, I feel like drama is caused by threats. So if you're the type that's like um, a seductress, if you will, and it's like, what defines a seductress? I don't know. Someone who's good-looking who can seduce. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a Webster dictionary over here. But that's my early call for who may be... Uh, trouble, as it's called, on the show. But uh, pl- pl- we can't go through all of them, or could we? Ah! All right, hold on. So you can go to Bachelor ABC to go check out all of the, the binder full of women that we have here. Um, I don't even know who else. I mean, it's so hard to tell from, like, I, like I basically, like, I, I want to give them a chance to actually show off their personalities. It's so hard to know on the spot. Like, if if I was on The Bachelorette, and they were like, Dave, say something funny about your, I, I don't like being put on the spot. I'd be like, I don't know. I I, I like carbohydrates, I eat a lot of sugar. I get grumpy. You know, I don't like, I don't know what I would say. Uh, Vanessa who, I mean, 23 is young, but Zach's 26. So there's Victoria. She's, she's a 30, Fort Worth, Texas. So either way, uh, three Victorias. If you, if you didn't think we had enough Victorias, now we have three. All right. So back to the rudest comment I received. Ace Kinsley said, Dave, the white tarantula on your chin really bothers me when watching. Hello, spider mania going on here. Leave a comment, folks. I'll be honest, Ace. I don't know who you are. And sometimes people think they have a closer connection to me because I talk to you and I'm in your, ears and you support me. I have no idea who you are, but that's one of the rudest comments I've ever received. It's, it'd be a quick, and, a quick and hard block from me, but I'm going to give you the grace and benefit of the doubt that you think you're being funny. She's basically saying that because I have white hairs on my chin, she's going to make fun of that. I think that's Actually, the rudest comment I've ever received. Let's do better, folks. Let's. Just, I'm. I, I'm not saying this from a place of moral superiority. I've made fun of people before. I'm just saying, really, you're gonna you're gonna come to my channel and say that? Come on, let's do better. I, I'm actually. I was. I was to be qu- quite honest. I was actually disgusted when I read that. Um, that's a rush hour every afternoon. New podcast, hundred thousand downloads. Just wanted to promote that to you guys. And what do I have here? Oh, this was a response to the last video where we talked about taxes and you know the, that the elites, the the ultra rich, should be paying. More in taxes. So here's a comment I got, and I'm going to respond to that. I do love when you comment, not just when you make fun of me. Over 50% of Americans, and then posted it, and by the way, that's not a place where a comma belongs. Over 50% of Americans do not pay any income taxes due to low income. Also, we have those getting tax refunds for more than what is paid in. I have a problem with Dave commenting on issues that he is not fully informed about. We may scrap this whole thing, to be honest. I don't know. Legal tax deductions are there for a reason. What is fraudulent is those that do not pay taxes and get big refunds. That goes for poor and rich companies alike. The government protects certain classes and those of us in the middle get sucker punched. Okay, I think your issue here, first of all, I think you're wrong in, in the way you digested what I said. I think your issue here is similar to mine, which is that companies should pay more in taxes. I think we, I think we said that, right? Okay, let's agree with that. Uh, now you're saying over 50% of Americans do not pay any income tax. Okay, I can actually agree with that. But then you say, we have those getting tax refunds for more than what is paid in. You can't get more of a refund than, than what you paid. If you paid zero in taxes, you don't get a $1,000 refund. A refund. You can't get refunded something you didn't pay, right? um she said legal tax deductions are there for a reason yeah i covered that we have a real problem with reading and listening comprehension here legal tax deductions are okay but the loopholes that let companies and ultra rich people throw their money into things just for the law so they can get millions off of their tax bill that's not okay that's why i believe there should be a base minimum of like a 15 percent income tax that we all pay that way the ultra rich at least pay something even though I do think marginally speaking as I've already explained I feel like the ultra by the way it does feel futile when I explain this but I think I am getting through to some people I do feel that the ultra wealthy should pay more now your question about the middle class paying too much just because low income people don't pay taxes you have to remember that's because they're not making money they're not not paying taxes because they're enjoying their life in their one bedroom apartment with five people. Good grief. You have to understand your place in the middle class. Like, look, I'm actually honored to pay taxes and boy, do I pay a lot of them, but I also don't want to pay an unfair amount when the people above me are paying more. So we're looking at it from two different ways. You're upset. And I just think it's, I think, I think where you're upset P James is just misguided. You're upset that you pay taxes in the lower The people beneath you don't. I'm upset that I pay taxes and the people above me don't. You know what I mean? Let's get into it. So anyway, just to quickly go over it, I agree with you. For the most part, people don't pay income tax because they have little income. You know, since 2020, since the pandemic, a lot of people have not made money. So no, they don't pay taxes. Our tax system is immoral and unfair to the middle class. Look, if you don't like a left-leaning news article, here's the Tennessean. This has to be right-leaning. We have a priest here. Uh, you know, I was raised Catholic. I know something about a priesthood. We have a priest here, uh, you know, saying that he believes that the ultra-rich should pay more, right? So we can all agree. Where, where are we? You know what I mean? And no offense to P. James Payne, paying whatever you're paying in, in your taxes here, but it's like, don't you understand you're also being robbed? So I don't know I think we agree. I just I think your comment first of all just starts off in bad faith when you say like, "Oh, Dave Dave shouldn't talk about things he doesn't understand." I don't think you understand what I said. So anyway, the top 20% of earners now, shoulder 69% of the tax burden. So everyone goes, it's the top 1% that pay all the taxes. Even though they pay a lot in taxes, they're making even more. Their share of income rose from uh, 53% to 59%, oh, up from 47%. So their share of income went goes up 10%, and we're upset that they're paying a little bit more. It just goes to show how far off. Uh, how far the inequality is in the wage gaps actually are, but let's not get mad. And this is what they kind of train you to do. There's a lot of PR campaigns that try to make it look like we need to be upset at the people not paying anything into this system. It's the rich, it's the wealthy. It's those that are, you know, very, very good at hiring, uh, uh t- tax teams to help them dodge these taxes. Those are the ones we collectively from the left to the right should all be upset about. And look, I can understand that this is exhausting for people to hear, but this is how my channel works. I share information, and I don't plan, I don't intend to always be right. I mess things up, but I share information. I'll dabble in the comment section, read some things you guys are saying, and if possible, I'll either update my stance or, re- or correct th- places where I believe I've been misunderstood. And then, you know, you guys get to listen to it. It's all a casual conversation, but as I've promised from day one, this will not be a channel that just goes over the X's and O's of who got a hand job in a fantasy suite. It's a little bit more than that. We're going to bring it back to everyday life, right, folks? Alright, well, speaking of everyday life, that's going to be it for me. I'll be back tomorrow with that interview, the full interview with our good friend Jess Ambrose, and uh, in the meantime, make sure to subscribe, make sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast so we can keep growing and keep doing fun things and interview fun people. That's the goal, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. Everyone, drive safe on your way home. i been Dave Neal. This is Bachelor Rush Shower.